All men are created equal, but they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Make America great again. Welcome back to The Big MIG. I am your host, Lance Miliacho, with my co-host, George Ballantine. As always, uh, the team tip of the spear. Uh, if liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Uh, that's what we always try to do. You know, George and I always try to bring the receipts, whether on the show, whether online. Uh, you can count on us to have done the research for you. We condense the news. We do investigative journalism. The show is about uniting America. Nobody is safe on this show. It doesn't matter, Republicans or uh, Democrats. We're going to come after you if we think you aren't doing the right thing for the country and its people. George, that means we, like we're going to go after. Are we? We're going to go after them, are we not? A couple of badgers. Uh, definitely are. That's like <laughs> yeah, that. that pre that's pretty much narrows it down to almost every politician. So it's not that yeah. hard to figure it out. Maybe you know, there's a few good ones. Maybe a handful. Maybe on two hands, possible at this point. I, don't know. I think there's under 15 or 20. I don't really know. I think if you started checking their financials, if you checked all their communication devices, you know, their email, their cell phones, I think if you looked at their finances and fully forensically audited dark money, foreign money, book deals, I, I think it'd be ugly. I think there'd be very few standing that aren't fully corrupted. At least that's my position. What do you think, George? I think they're all corrupt at this point. I don't think there's any good ones. They're all just maybe sheep, you know, there's wolves in sheep clothing. I mean, Could seriously. Be. You, want, you the, might be right. The it's ones hard you think, for me to argue with that. The ones you think are good, all of a sudden, you know, they're coming out either bad or against things. It's, you know, I mean, I know they can't please everybody, but on certain topics, it just be, should be like a no discussion. End of story. Boom. Yeah. But I have I a mean, question. I hear you. I, I have a ahead. question. I have a question. What's up with your gear? Are we going uh, somewhere that you didn't tell me? Am I supposed to put my yeah, gear you know, on? No, I did, I did break out some of my old gear, but it's not for What's that up? reason. First of all, I was happy that everything fit. Uh, you know, sometimes you put gear away and you go to put on a belt or something, and oddly enough, everything still fit really well. Maybe a little bit. Maybe I had to loosen a belt a little, not much. Uh, no, I've got an audition after the show. Uh, for a part, small part, no big deal. But, audition? Uh, I've got, what are you doing? Yeah, I've got an audition for a movie part. So, right. uh, you know, everyone's, I, I've actually been, I was turning stuff down. I got offered to audition for quite a few uh, parts over the last year. And I just felt like we were too busy with the show and I was too busy with my other businesses. And, but, you know, I decided, hey, there's no reason to turn down a lot of this stuff. So, you know, after the show, a little audition, got to dress the part. My my role is potentially the commander. Seems like it fits. Uh, we'll see at the end of the day how it goes. You can check with me later on if you want. But so, yeah. Although I got to tell you, with the content of the show tonight, I don't feel like my outfit is that far off base. I think we've got to have situational awareness, and I think you have to be ready. Yeah, you know, a friend of mine wanted to do F Your Feelings Fridays on our go. show. 
F your feelings Fridays is what he wanted to do on Fridays. Not a bad idea. So, uh, and go after everybody. I have a uh, question. Go ahead, George. So, yes, sir. Uh, somebody wants an autograph, Lance, Angela. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this, I'm kind of sad maybe. I don't know. This might be more what? work. This might be more work for George if you're going to be out acting on a, on a set. You know, I don't think you should get sad. I'll obviously make sure. I might have to come in from Zoom from on set. You might catch me behind the scenes. No, I've got another part that somebody hit me up on just recently. It's a bigger part. The question but is, if something like that happens. No, what? No. The question is, why ain't you bringing George on set to have a part? Well, you know, it doesn't always right? work like that. You know. You know, you Damn. know my history. I actually did a lot of stuff. I was on, I know. although it got cut, I was in Die Hard 2, and I was in Father Dowling, 911, Hard Copy, Perry Mason. I did a lot of stuff years ago. Oh, it, but I got to tell you, I'm kind of typecast. If I'm not getting military, I'm getting the bad guy. I don't seem to get any of those friendly father types. I'm starting to feel a little offended. No, I'm not. <laughs> I got to tell you, I don't think I could play the friendly father type. But let me say this. Seaofmud.com, Patriotic Gear, our sponsor. We appreciate them. And I got to point out, George, that finally Lance is getting some swag. George gets all the swag always. Finally, Lance got some swag. I got this amazing cup. If you'll notice. Put that. Oh, uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, let me just point this out. Wait, 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 wait. Don't point nothing out. Hold on. Let me let me just let's do a close up here. Go ahead. Point it all out, bro. Let me just point this out. If you'll notice, if you guys can see, I'm going to hold it up a little closer. Trader Joe. Now, Trader Joe's. I like this a lot. It's a picture of the White House. Got to say it's keeping the coffee nice and hot. This is a great cup. And I want to point out it's a perfect time. Holidays are right around the corner. Why not get one of these for one of your liberal family members and gift them with the Trader Joe's cup? from seaofmud.com. Uh, we appreciate those guys. I love their message. George, I know that you had swag in route. Did your swag show up? Uh, not yet, but you, you know what I was thinking? Be perfect. Swag. A sea of mud swag for you. Not for you, for the guy to your right behind you. Like right there. See the guy right there? To your right, Lance? Okay, yeah. He needs a, like, right he, here? Yeah, he needs a hat. See if mud hat. Yeah, he, Come on. A skull cap yeah. would look you know the problem bad is, on him. It's a fairly small head. I actually put a hat on him at once. This is a small <sighs> skull without all the meat on it. So um, I don't know if that would work or not. You a, skull, a skull cap? Yeah, maybe a stretch cap would work. Yeah. Uh, you I know, know anything to advertise their product. I appreciate them fighting like they do. Their message is important. It's a real company with real people that are running it. And you know how much we love to support the parallel economy here on the Big MIG. We love Kyle. So, Kyle's a brother. Yeah, he is. He really, he, has, his wheel, he really is. He's, his he's beyond the scope spinning. of being a sponsor, really. I, I want to say that. Yeah. So we appreciate it. He did a nice short media clip for us when we were outing Comer Black and the CIA. Yep. Um, listen, I got to tell you, I'm pretty concerned, and I want to say this to our listeners so it's a pretty concerning issue we have going I'm on right the, now. I'm put the media we on. warned you weeks ago. We warned you weeks ago about this. Mm. We told you that there were people coming in through this border that weren't the people you thought they were. They weren't just uh, Hispanics. They weren't coming in from only Mexico, Latin America, and South America. We told you that we were getting military-aged Chinese military age coming in from the Middle East. A lot of people, we had some people uh, go into our messages and doubt us. Well, 
looks like uh, the doubters are going to be silenced tonight. To me, this is American potential for American border jihad. We have terrorists at the door. Uh, it's finally come out that the government isn't even acknowledging that this has happened. The, uh, the CBP, you know, is warning about Hamas, Hezbollah, Islamic Jihad, which is PIJ fighters, and they're exploiting the porous border. And I want to point this out. There's also Syrians. We've heard some stories now more than once about Syrians that seem to speak perfect Spanish, and they are infiltra infiltrating the border, acting as if they're Venezuelan. Now, I don't know how much of that is, uh, what is going on with that. There seems to be lots of mentions of fake IDs. I want to point out that a, a show that's going to add on to this is Friday. We have the mm -hmm. ever uh, investigative top-notch uh, border guy, uh, Ben Berkwam, coming on the show. You know, Ben and Michael Yan are the go-to guys for anything that has to do with the real facts about the border and not the truth. George, we said this. Federal officials are finally sounding the alarm. What's your thoughts on all this, buddy? Um, I would say buy ammo, buy MREs, get ready, because... Be vigilant when you're out there, especially in any of the big cities, because, you know, we've seen it before, the attacks on all over the country and even here. So anything could be eminent. Don't take anything for granted because they're sneaking over the border for a reason. And There's not, no doubt. And all that, like that day of jihad where they said on Friday 13th, let me explain something jihad, to you. Jihad, yeah. Yeah. They're not going to. Yeah, they call the day a global day of yeah. jihad. So let me finish this. So they're not going to. They're not going to warn you and tell you what day they're, they're going to do a, a day of jihad or days. They're not. That was just a psyop to mess with everybody, just to get you off off kilter, kilter, whatever you want to call it. So you have to be really careful, because who knows what's going to happen? We don't know. Well, that's what we're going to do, George. Thanks we're going to cover this. We're going to cover the story first, and then we're going to talk about, I think it's important because we obviously always want to give the listeners information they can proactively operate with. Uh, that's why we try to, you know, give you early leaks. If you haven't joined our community over on X, you should. We're always going to tell you about the interviews first on that community or on locals. Those are the first people to find out, our local subscribers and the people in our X community. So go over there and join it on the Big Mig Show. But we're going to also talk about situational awareness and what it's like to be the gray man. I'll explain what those things mean. George and I can discuss it. I had lots of training over the years about situational awareness. That's what they do when they're dealing with team members. And when you're working as a contractor, they try to teach you to look proactively. George, I know you're very, you're very uh, aware of your surroundings all the time. You've told me that many times. I yep. think you guys need to really pay attention. And I'm going to tell you that I think that if you can get trained and you can qualify for a concealed carry permit and it's and it's legal in your state i highly recommend that you do that to protect yourself and your families well, Lance, i think things are going to get much worse before they get better here in the states so Go ahead, the supreme court um ruled in favor that you can't deny uh concealed carry because new york now has has concealed carry because yeah. it was very difficult to get a carrying permit in new york city yeah but now because the supreme court overturned or i forget what ruling i'm not gonna guess but mm -hmm. you can conceal carry so that that should um, pretty much go through any state. Well, we never want to recommend anything here on the show that's illegal. But I can tell you this: Look uh, it up. having having uh, guns and ammunition, 
being trained in the safety of those items, how you store them safely and how to use them safely. Guns are a tool, nothing more, nothing less. In the hands of a good man, they are a good tool. In the hands of a bad man, they are a bad tool. And I believe that what we're letting in the border, and it is the Biden administration's fault, are bad men in many ways. Not all of them, but there are lots coming in. You're talking about an infiltration. And this memo was dated October 20th. Now, obviously, the recent conflict between, you know, Israel and Hamas, you know, there's has escalated terror attacks around the globe on civilians. And since October 7th, the federal authorities are on high alert. Now, what's interesting to me, George, is for months and months, they've been telling us the border's safe, have they not? For months and months, since the day they walked into administration, they've been saying the border's safe. I mean, look, you have a president that, can, that will fly to Israel to help protect their border, but won't even go a couple states over to the southern border to see what's going on and protect our borders. I mean, yeah. what does that say? He don't yeah, give a we'll shit give, about us. Yeah, we'll give Israel money to protect its border. We'll give Ukraine money to protect its border. But when Trump wanted $5 billion to protect our border, they threw a hissy fit. Meanwhile, $250 billion later in funding to Ukraine, now funding to Israel, and now forward funding, it looks like, that's going to go to Taiwan out of the fear that China is going to invade Taiwan, which I think is likely. Um, you know, this is crazy. Now, this San Diego field office printed this memorandum, and I got to say something. These guys, uh, there was a couple people, uh, Gateway Pundit put up the story, but the people that got ahead of the story, I'm trying to remember the name of the group, but they actually outed the story. Uh, let me see here. I think I have it here. So, yeah, Daily Caller News Foundation. I want to give them a shout out because this is their, their story. So with these recent conflicts, we know that there was this global jihad. I agree with George. I think that was optics to get the press going. But the San Diego Field Office Intelligence Unit has assessed that these individuals inspired by and reacting to the current level of Israeli Hamas conflict you know, are attempting and not attempting, are actually coming into the country. I have some stuff later in the show I'm going to show you where they've actually caught a couple of Iranians. Now, I don't think they're catching them all. Don't forget about the border numbers, George, and you and I have discussed this. The border numbers they're presenting are the ones that have come in and said, oh, I'm here, I want to come in. It's not the gotaways. Mm -hmm. It's not the ones that snuck in. And the gotaway numbers are frightening. Which well, the, that means our government has had zero well, contact with them. If you think about it, Lance... If you think about how much drugs get uh, passed through the border that they don't oh, find. Yeah. So if you're thinking about it, how many people they can come across the border that they don't have no, they're not aware of. Well, it, I have a story that I'm going to share with the listeners, George. They probably got they, tunnels for the people, too. Boy, George, you're, you're a genius. I'm going to tell you why. Thanks. I got a story brought to me two days ago, uh, and it sounds like there are certain tunnels for higher fees. So if the normal fee to come across the border with the coyotes is fifteen to 40000 depending on what nationality you are, and depending on how many in your group and blah, blah, blah. My understanding is for a much higher fee, they will guarantee you, you clandestine access using tunnels that are specifically used for these high-profile individuals. Now, I can't tell you whether or not these Middle Eastern military-aged men are using that service, but that is a service that the Coyotes will supply. And my understanding is they charge 75000 to to 100000 for guaranteed crossover clandestinely. So 
those are some big numbers, and I think that's a frightening thing. So look at this. you got foreign fighters. They're motivated by these ideologies, and they're mercenary soldiers, right? And they're trying to obfuscate the travel to the U.S. And they're coming in through the Middle East. We already know that. Now San Diego's put up, put up Media One. This got leaked. This was not supposed to go out to the public. This was an internal memo. And it was talking about situational awareness. And we're going to talk about it for the, 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 the public. But this is for uh, Border Patrol. And they're trying to tell them, look for these insignia, look for, you know, any kind of patches, look for anything that would link them. But these people aren't stupid. Uh, I think Border Patrol is underestimating. My understanding, Ben, and from Michael Yan, is that they just dump the IDs when they're in question. Now, go ahead and play media, too, because this is confirming the relevance of this story. You want media too? Hold on, let me put it up. Yeah, it's just a video about it, but I think this bring it, it proves the factuality and the concerns behind this because you, you now have major media sources picking up on it. You ready? Here we go. But the Intel arm of CBP has a new bulletin out, and the headline is pretty alarming. It says in bold letters right at the top, foreign fighters of Israel-Hamas conflict may be encountered at southwest border. The Daily Caller got a copy of this material. It was distributed three days ago, and it's about Hamas, Hezbollah, or Islamic Jihad fighters exploiting the poorest border to get into the U.S. Part of the concern is that terrorists can see a ton of traffic down there. One... Uh, Rather, the new number is 2.48 million encounters in a fiscal year, and among them at least 172 people from the terror watch list. That is 172 who actually came face-to-face -face with law enforcement and didn't get away. But, but, but. You know, Lance, one thing, and Siberian Kitten actually brought it up in chat that a lot of people don't talk about, is how many are coming through the Canadian borders? If you think There's about no it. doubt. Because if you, the Canadian borders are pretty much wide open. And I know through like I forget the lakes that are there where you have the Indian reservations. They like a lot yeah. of a lot of people come upstate New York. They come through the lakes because uh, yeah, one hundred percent. There there are there are those lakes on that Indian reservation that's right through on the, the border of Canada and New York, and there's no doubt about it. And let me just say something: very good observation. The Great Lakes are getting infiltrated by boat, and I agree with you. I'm going to tell you that we have to look at infiltration from both borders. Neither one of our borders is secure. We talk about the southern border because the majority of the population coming through is coming through there. But in fact, I believe we are getting lots of probably riskier infiltration through the poorest border up north. We have a major issue. We should be protecting our borders. Our uh, government officials took an oath, right? to protect uh, the country from all enemies, foreign and domestic. And that includes protecting our borders. At the end of the day, the, the institution, and that's the Republicans and the Democrats in D.C., they are violating their oaths and they are violating the obligation and the contract to the American and its people. I mean, these are new developments, right? I mean, they're not really new to you and I. We've been screaming at the top of our lungs about this. But you look at a bunch of like, uh, you know, like Representative Jamal Bowman and other leftists, they were calling the United States to take in Palestinian refugees. AOC is doing the same thing. Now, you know I don't like Chris Ray. But even he's issued a dire warning about all of this, and he's talking about the violent extremism. Now, George, you found that a article. And a little, give a little too late, Lance, but go ahead. With the Chris Michigan Roy. article, George, you found. Remember that article you found where the Hamas flags and those people up right. in Michigan? The video, right, correct. They're all I over. 100%. So look, in September, just for our listeners, right? Now, this is the, this is the not the Godaways. There were 269,000, so far reported, 735 illegal aliens that entered the country. 
Now, that number's way up from 2023. They're saying this year the total number of the ones they had contact with is 2.47 million encounters. There is no way that with the staffing and the ability the government has and their disorganization that they are really being able to go through these people and those people are being safely background checked. It's freaking impossible, can't be done. They're giving them court dates out in the future and these people are disappearing into the United States. It's just, it's a frightening deal. And when you look at what the Gateway Pundit did here, they outed it. Now listen to this. U.S. Customs and Border Patrol reported that four Iranians were apprehended at the U.S. southern border in the last month. Now, that's pretty interesting when you think about it. George, throw up Media 3. This is a confirmation of that story. Coming up. And this is, I think these are additional individuals. These aren't only the Iranians. This is also indicates people from Lebanon, two males from Lebanon, and one Egyptian male. And by the way, George, so far, everything I researched, none of these people that were coming in from the Middle East were women. I haven't heard about a Lebanese woman or an Egyptian woman or a Syrian woman. It's always men. It's the same thing like with... Um... Guatemala, Nicaragua, yeah. Mexico, all of them, it's all men. Not now, a lot they're of women. calling them special interest aliens. In my opinion, the special interest aliens are probably being financially backed by the big terrorist organizations like Hamas and Hezbollah. And we know that the money that Biden released to Iran exceeds $50 billion with all the different uh, – and we covered that on the show about a week or two weeks ago or maybe a week ago. And you know those numbers are accurate. That's a lot of money to infiltrate with special interest aliens into our borders. At the end of the day, I think it's pretty risky. So look at this. So – in the fiscal year of 2023, George, here's a scary number. 736 of the individuals that entered the border were known or suspected terrorists, and they were apprehended at the border. That's the ones they caught as of September 15th. That's now, that's, that's a month. 66% of those were apprehended were allegedly at the northern border, George, and you just nailed it when you said that. You said, isn't the northern border a concern? 66% of those known terrorists were trying to enter through the northern border. I can tell you, like, in, in Germany, and you've seen it, but they won't show a lot. The problems that uh, the German society have in there with the uh, radical Muslims over there, especially with raping women, doesn't matter who you are, as long as you're a woman, they're going after you. And they try to keep a lot of that suppressed in the news there, but I have family and friends that live there. And that's and it's getting the, the cities just, like, places where they're, where they're infiltrating, coming in. It's like a shithouse. It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, and there's no doubt you're right. That That's like, that's us getting a preliminary view on what's going to happen. I mean, look, Border Patrol apprehended 150 immigrants with positive terrorism watch matches who entered through the U.S. illegally on the southern border. They they got 216 people, George, including U.S. citizens on the terrorist watch list who had been stopped at the southern border. Okay, now listen, put up Media 4. Look at these freaking numbers. This is fright. And these are the numbers that they're reporting. Who knows how bad? We know the government isn't telling us the truth most of the time, or they're hiding the real facts. The Wait, what? Did you say the government's not telling the truth? Uh, yeah, I did say that. Did I say that out loud? I guess Come I said on. that out loud. The government not telling us the truth. I know. It seems like a stretch. It seems unlikely. I know. I'm suspicious, too, that they would do that. But, you know, hey, look, Media 4, here's the reported numbers just so everybody can see, it has nothing to do with whether or not these are the real numbers and it has nothing to do with the facts that it doesn't include any of the gotaways or this new higher level tunnel access that the Mexican cartels are giving people that have the money to enter the country and want guaranteed clandestine entry. 
Hmm. What do you think of those numbers, George? Um, I don't know, Lance. I mean, probably times it multiplied that by like three or four, right? Inflate them. Probably. I mean, I mean, this is since President Biden took office. Some of the jumps, you know, they've logged since President Biden took office, George. They've logged more than five point four million illegal border crossings. They lo- okay, four point how many? Five point four million since Biden took office. All right, and how many do you think they didn't log or they missed? Who knows? But here's what they are saying. Here's the number they're reporting. They're estimating the gotaways at another million and a half. So of illegal entry, we're talking about in the numbers the government's reporting, almost seven million entries since Biden took office. So all you people out there, especially you damn ex shills that are getting paid, I'm mm. so sick of you guys. I'd like to slap all of you. Here's the deal. Biden is the shittiest president we probably ever had. He's a liar. Worse than Carter. The administration that's supporting him, they're a bunch of liars. Kamala Harris is the worst vice president we've ever had. She's just dumber than a rock, and she's the worst. She's not a border czar. This is all criminal, and any support they're giving is criminal. It's not legal. Illegal entries are not legal. I'm all about legal immigration. I love to see people cut legally migrate here. But this is really screwing the people that are spending tens of thousands of dollars to legally migrate. You know, George uh, Gidget just told me a story. Listen to this. She was talking about a, a competitor, a guy that wants to come in and compete in the, Olympi- in the uh, Olympia, I think. It's a bodybuilder competitor. And he's a professional athlete. He's from one of the foreign countries. And, and he's been getting ready for the show. He submitted his paperwork legally. He's going to be here for a couple of days to go to the Olympia. And he got rejected because they said his paperwork wasn't right. Now, here's a guy that's trying to do it legally. He's a professional athlete that competes all over the globe. He's in the top 20 competitors in the world. I, I, I can't remember the name she told me, but she was giving me the statistics. And they just rejected him. Wow. To come here for three, four days legally. She just came over to the compete. border. I, I, I mean, but it's crazy, is it not? It is. You that's crazy. Why are we turning away a guy that's an athlete, but we're going to let all these people in, including the transnational gangs? Now, listen to this number. In the last 16 days, the CB. P, which is the, uh, the the border patrol, right? Border patrol chief said that in the last 16 days, there's been 18,000 gotaways in 16 days. Now he's just, those numbers, I don't know how they know the gotaway numbers, but those are people that slipped past, the, that slipped into the United States illegally, didn't even have contact. Not that I think any of this contact is really legal. It's great, when you really get down to it, that's 1,125 people sneaking in the country that could be terrorists, it could be cartel members, could be transnational gang, MS-13, and other members, right, in the last 16 days. That is scary. Now, listen to the quote. Let me give you this quote. That is why you need every Border Patrol agent to be in the field and on patrol. The announcement comes as Border Patrol agents are stretched to their limits. Man, George, wow. When we come back, situational awareness. We're going to tell you how to help yourself, help your family, and how to stay frosty and stay on point. Be right back, peeps. going to decide what sites you visit, and they're only going to allow a couple thousand sites. 99% of the web will be off limits.
gear up for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. My Towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made My Towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of My Towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com You are in danger. They are watching you. Big Brother, Big Tech, and hardened criminals, too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you, sold to the highest bidder, or just outright stolen. Even worse, the coming AI state, artificial intelligence, is now watching you like never before. Without privacy, you have no freedom. Every patriot, every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results, backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever. Welcome back to the Big Big Show. Here with your host, Lance Miliaccio, co-host George Ballantine right here, right next to him. Uh, let's see. So I got to do a big thank you to, um, I don't even know how to say this name. If I say incorrectly, I'm sorry, but Byron, new monthly supporter. We appreciate your support. Thank you so much. You know, it helps us keep afloat and, uh, keep this, uh, big make show going. Right, Lance? We need it all. So absolutely. I got to thank somebody. So I know I've been getting, um, some people have been, they like the sounds of silence that other with the intro. So maybe just because of Mona, I might put it back in because I know it's her favorite. We'll try to do it. We'll put it in sometimes. But Lance, you want something funny? Like everybody's you're talking about all these corrupt politicians, this and that. Somebody was asking me like to dress up for Halloween. I'm like, I don't dress up. I don't do Halloween parties. Like, I don't even know what to be, what to wear. They're like, be a lawyer. I'm like, no, never. Dress up as an animal. No, I'm not going to do that. 
I said, be, be one of the jailbirds things, you know, with a jail outfit. No, I says, you know what? I'll just be a politician. That covers everything, right? Yeah, you could just stuff a bunch of cash coming out of your pockets. Get well, a politician is an animal. It's a oh, rhino. You know you They're a crook. Yeah, here's the what you bad do. You get a jacket and make it look like a NASCAR jacket, but it's a suit jacket. That would be a politician because they're sponsored by so many lobbyists. You get like a big Pfizer patch on the back. Yeah. You could get like uh, you could get some patches from the military industrial complex. You get like Moderna, things like that. And you could put a bottle of vodka in your pocket like Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. So let's see. So we're gonna start talk about what situational awareness. You need to be how to be aware. If you listen to see my openers today. Everything has meaning, guys. Everything. Right? Yeah. So. Be aware. Uh, and, I, and I've actually been giving this some thought. I'm thinking about doing more stuff on the show where we try to help you guys and give you some training that you might not be able to get otherwise. Maybe find some experts that are willing to do some training. Um, I hope that everybody that watches this show that's qualified uh, and obviously safety is paramount. That can, that can do it, goes out and gets a concealed carry permit. I think the citizens need to be uh, more uh, organized and more prepared than ever before. But let's talk about situational awareness and why this is important. You know, uh, you know, this is the ability to perceive, understand, and effectively respond to one situation. It involves comprehending a given circumstance, gathering the relevant information that's around you, analyzing it, and then making informed decisions so that you can successfully address any potential risks, <laughs> hazards, or events that might occur. And I think it's so important. And the thing about situational awareness, there's a difference between situation awareness and paranoia. We're not talking about paranoia here. We're talking about common sense. You just heard us in the first part of the show tell you that the border situation is way worse than anybody's telling you. Come on the show on Friday. Ben Berkwam has been on the border. He's had contact with many of these military-aged individuals. He's got surveillance video. He's got IDs. You don't have to take my word for it. I haven't been at the border. All I can do is get our sources like Ann Vandersteel, Michael Yan, and they give us stuff all the time. And then we have other sources that we don't always disclose that are inside different organizations within the government that tell us what's going on. But you need to be... Look at your surroundings. George, am I right? I mean, you're going to a mall. You're going to a movie theater. You're going to a sporting event. You want to think about the places that would maybe be the places that something could happen or would be the places that would be would be intentionally targeted. I mean, George, am I right? Abs yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're not going to go small. They're going to go big because they want the most dramatic effect they can get out of it. So right. that's why, like, always, like, cities are targeted. What do we have? We have holidays coming up. And they just hit Israel on the holiday. So who knows? You know, we got what? Thanksgiving coming up, Christmas, Hanukkah. What else we got? New Year's. You know. Yeah. I mean, I mean there's no doubt. New Year's. Holidays, New Year's especially is Christian holidays. Down. Yeah. So George, you just nailed it. Especially Christian holidays. Listen, uh, you know, Rosh Hashanah. You, know, you look at these holidays and you start thinking about Hanukkah and otherwise. Let's face it. I mean, we know that there, the tension out there. We know they want to do a global jihad. Uh, they they just inferred it, but the truth of the matter is there's many people that would do it. Listen, just as a tip, years ago when I was getting trained, one of the things they made us aware of was a, a certain technique. They will they will set off a small munition, an IED. They'll set it off in a trash can or something else. And what they're hoping is to set that off 
and then they want the emergency uh, uh, response teams. They want law enforcement, military enforcement. They want the public to, to circle around. You know, and nowadays, everybody wants to take a video. They want to get their cell phone out because they're going to go viral on TikTok or they're going to go viral on Instagram because they were there when it happened. But let me warn you, if a munition goes off, the best thing you can do is get as far away as possible because one of the standard operating uh, procedures is to set off a smaller munition trying to bring people in to set off the larger IED. And that's what the real damage comes from, that second explosion. It's been done all over the globe, terrorist organizations. It's a known tool. You see a munition go off and you're not anywhere near it, do yourself a favor. Uh, get farther away from it. Keep going. Don't go there. Don't try to go get viral video or anything else. I don't care who you are. So when you look at situation awareness, you want to be aware of who is around you and who are they with. You want to take a look at their clothing. Is it baggy clothing? Does it look like they've got something underneath their jacket? Does one of the pockets hang heavier? You know, sometimes people are stupid. They put the gun in their pocket. They may weight their pocket for a quick draw. That's one of the things you can do. You can put a roll of quarters in your pocket. You can put your keys in your pocket, and that's how you draw faster. You want to look at what they've got on and what potentially – I mean, listen, body armor takes up space. People wear that kind of thing when they're doing this. They, you have to look at – is somebody wearing warm clothing – when they, when they, are they wearing it for cold weather clothing and it's really warm out? That's suspicious, right? You want to listen to language, accents, tones, inflections. You can hear voices around you. If you hear a for, you know, foreign voice, you want to become aware of it. I'm not saying you want to be suspicious of every foreign voice. I'm saying be aware. Look at the whole thing. Look, are they uncomfortable? Are they sweating profusely? These are the same strategies they use, George, at the airport. You've had that questioning. You come in from a foreign country, uh, George. Tell me, you know, your interaction when you come in and they stop you and, you know, they want to go through your claim. Well, what are you doing? How long are you out of the country? They're trying to elicit some kind of a nervous response, right? So you can take you to a further check. Yeah. Have you had that experience, they, George? Yeah, they're reading your body movements and, and you know, they're they're reading anything, your responses, any kind of delay, your Eye, eye movement, if you're sweating, if they look at your carotid artery over here to see if it's popping, if it's getting, they can look at your beat. There's so many telltale signs you don't know about that they do. Just yeah, the way you for stand. Microfacial ticks. Just the way yep. you stand, yeah. Shifting I mean, foot to foot, microfacial ticks, little crinkling around the eyes. You'd be surprised. There's so much training that they give people. But this is the kind of stuff you can give yourself training. There's lots of sources online, YouTube. There's lots of books. You can you can get download books. They've got them on Amazon for body language. You want to look at the feeling of the collective crowd. Is the crowd nervous? Are they uneasy? Does it seem agitated? Do people seem like there's some anger going on? You know, it happens at sporting events. Somebody's team loses. Next thing you know, there's fights. Very common in soccer overseas. You know, yeah, they're brutal. The kind of things you want to get at. Yeah, I mean, come on, it's crazy. Let's go to Media Six, George. These are different levels of situational awareness that I think you should be paying attention to. What do we got? You know, white, unaware, and unprepared, yeah. tuned out. Let's start right there with the white one, George. How many people have you seen, George, that are so so uh, uh, distracted with their cell phones or with their social media that they're actually bumping into people because they're so busy texting or they're talking on the phone or they're they're that's literally that's not paying any attention? How often do you see that? It happened the other day, kid on his bicycle in the street. He's on his, looking at his phone while he's drifting towards the middle of the street. I mean, I, I'm like, I pulled the car. I'm like, where's your mother? I want to, like, where the parents at? Take these phones away from these kids. They, they, sh never mind. People can't walk in text because they bump in or they drive into, um, walk into traffic and 100%. stuff. One hundred percent. 
But not our kid. You got kids on bicycles. I mean, the kids today, they're just not adept to um, the way we were built back in the day. No Stay way. off your phones when you're in public. Look yeah. around you. The yellow level here is where you want to be. You want to be relaxed but prepared and aware. You know, there are things like EDC, everyday carry. People believe in everyday carry. You know, you can make those decisions for yourself. I'm not telling you to carry anything illegally. I'm saying that sometimes simple tools in your pockets can save your life. They save my life sometimes. I can tell you that they're there for a reason. And having that kind of education, there's nothing wrong with educating yourself to the possibilities. Now, listen, this is where you're aware, and then you go into orange mode. You specifically have identified interest, you know, points of interest. You're focused on threats. You're ready to act. Now, in your war gaming, and when you're in your head, you have to playhouse, right? You have to playhouse these possible strategies, the possible scenarios. If you see somebody that, that is looking around uncomfortably, move away from them. Get some distance between you and that individual. Don't stay close. If you if you know that somebody's got a look on them or if they're agitated, if they're intentionally bumping into people or this sort of thing, be aware. Move your family away. Protect your family. Move them to the outside. Create a barrier between your family and that. You know, people often allow things to happen. They see it coming and they don't move. Let me tell you something. The people that just saved themselves in Israel at that music event were the people that ran. As soon as they realized that the people dropping in had weapons – the people in the parachutes and the paragliders, they ran. Those were the people that saved their lives. The people that said, oh, what's this? Is this part of the show? The goofy people that really weren't paying close enough attention, those people lost their lives. So you want to actually practice these sort of scenarios and you want to think about it, whether it's in your vehicle, whether it's in a mall, it, it, it's okay. Being the gray man is an espionage term, and that is being the ultimate uh, you know, a counter agent, right? It's the ultimate... Uh, agent that is operating within their their envelope and they are operating in a way that they are prepared for whatever comes their way without alerting anybody to their awareness. So Red, that's action time. You're on high alert. You're actively engaged in emergency response. You're being attacked. You see somebody else in front of you getting attacked or further away. You're with your family. You want to move away. Now, where you don't want to be is black, hmm. panicked, frozen in shock, breakdown of mental and physical performance. There is no time for panic in a situation that's an emergency. You have to be aware of this. You have to decipher events on a daily basis. Even though you may not be aware of it, you may have a gut feeling about a person, a situation. Listen to me. Trust, trust your gut. You should trust that bitch. I have had my gut save me many times from uh, horrendous situations just because I got a weird feeling. George, you've had gut feelings before. You know, you know you have to listen to them. Why don't you voice on that a little bit? Um, well, I can tell you maybe once or twice I didn't listen to my gut feeling and it, and it was – and I was backfired. It was the wrong decision. Every time I listened to my gut, it was the right decision. Twice where I, where I talked myself in my head and not listened to it, tried – the outcome was bad. So 100%. I've been in the same situation. Everybody you know, if you're at a park. Go ahead, George. No, no. You're like, you're 100%. You're taught instincts. You have to be, you're, I have avoid when I have ever not listened to my gut, I have paid the price dearly. You know, if you're at a park as an example, and you see some guy at the park that you have a weird feeling about, don't wait, grab your kid and leave. There's no reason to stay. There's no reason. Oh, we'll just stay for another half hour. I'm sure he's fine. Don't talk yourself out of it. He may stick out to you because he's odd or because he's there with no dog or children and he's watching kids play. That's weird. I never go to the park to watch kids play. 
I mean, and I don't think any normal person does. No. You're better off to leave than take a chance. And these, these are, this, you know, you're practicing situational awareness. You can practice this in normal situations where there's nothing going on. You can do avoidance, moving through the crowd. You can back up. You can look for exits. You know, you get into a, a place, you should be looking for where all the emergency exits are. You know, sometimes you can find emergency exits to the back of a store. Don't underestimate that you could run through a store, run through their stock, and in the very back of it, there's going to be, because there's always has to be two entrances, especially in them all, two exits. So these are the kind of things you want to be in. You want to practice that. Go with your God-given gut feeling. Don't, don't, and instincts. Don't yeah. ignore that stuff. You know, acknowledge this. Not all of us, including myself, are present all the time. We're not always present. It's easy to fall into a routine and sometimes you're taking the same route, right? You drive the same way to go pick up your kids from school. You go the same way to go to work. Don't do that. Don't get comfortable in that mundane repetition. It's a bad idea. You, if you, if, when you drive on autopilot, you're more likely. So take different routes to work. Don't do it. And don't just hop in the driver's seat and say, oh, I'm going to just take the normal way. That way I can just zone, zone out. Don't zone out. You're in a vehicle. There are lots of things that can get wrong in a vehicle. You're running errands. And you're shopping with your family and you're walking store to store. How, how often is your face buried in your cell phone? You know? Well, you know, Lance, so, so a couple, two things I want to put out because Rich made a good point. Actually, practicing breathing is very important because a lot of people hold their breath. But if yeah. you look at like when if you train or anything martial arts or anything or anything, for even women in self-defense classes, you can be taught that. But if your teacher doesn't put you in certain situations in the class to know what it feels like to be grabbed from behind and really started choking so you can get yourself out of it. It's not going to do you any good. So you need to practice doing this too. It's very important. And here's the thing. We got to move on. We're a little depressed for time tonight. What I want to do is do more shows about this, George. I'm going to try yeah. to find some experts that I'm friends with, have them come on. We're going to give more tips. I don't want to cut us off, but I got a couple of news articles that George and I both wanted to cover. So we're going to cut that short. I don't mean to cut you guys off and leave you half. Maybe we'll do one entire show on situational awareness when we're not as pressed for time as we are tonight. Look, George, Biden, more loans and suspicious checks. Tell me about this story. Well, you know what? You got to follow the money. That's that's where it's at. So Comer said he got more checks, suspicious checks, actually, from from uh, Jim Biden that Joe Biden was a beneficiary of. No, and he's going to release him soon. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Right. Like, yeah. What money, Joe? Joe says, what money? I didn't get any money. Yeah. Why is why is your brother? Why is your brother who's got millions giving you money? Checks. Well, in itself, Jim Biden was involved with AmeriCorps, which went very bad for the investors. And there's all kinds of stuff about AmeriCorps that's suspicious. In 2018, he received $600,000 in loans from AmeriCorps. And what's interesting, right after he got those loans, guess who got the 200K? Joe Biden. Exactly. So wait, wasn't AmeriCorps a failing like or bankrupt run uh, rural hospital? Yeah, it get it. What it was is Americorps was a company that was f- formed, and they went bankrupt, and all the investors lost their money, and there was lots of questionable money that got taken out of Americorps by Jim Biden and others. It got moderately investigated, but I'm sure that the old big guy shut down any major investigation. And you know, it's interesting that Wait. loan. I told you this about the IRS. Go ahead, George. Wait a minute. I'm I'm reading something in our notes here. So to, to Lance, the same day that they wired. AmeriCorps wired $200,000 payment to Jim and Sarah Biden's personal bank account. That yeah. same day, Jim Biden wrote a check, $200,000 check to Joe Biden, a.k.a. the big guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, he got six hundred grand, and the same day he wrote the check to the big no, guy for this alleged loan. No, it's no. He, he there was they wired two hundred thousand dollar payment to Jim and uh, Sarah Biden on that same day to their personal. Oh, bank account. you're right. It was a wire and that. Yeah, that's and what he you wrote said. a We're check. We're talking about four hundred. I mean, what? Like, yeah, huh? I don't know. Same day. I don't like, know. That's how. But, that's how greedy Here's they what's are. interesting, George. Here's what's interesting. I told you that that IRS agent that I know. Uh, he's been with the IRS for 25 years. He said that repayment of loan being written on a check or being earmarked in a tax return, oh, this is a repayment of a loan. That is one of the most common lies that people use to avoid paying taxes or to lie about some money that came in. I'm not saying that it is with Joe or not, but he should have some payment agreements. And to Come be on. a real loan, there should have been interest. Let's play Media 7 real quick. That just, No. Here with the details, House Oversight and Accountability Committee Chair James Comer is with us. Uh, and by the way, correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe I'm jumping ahead, uh, you have other new evidence that we expect next week that'll show something similar? Yeah, we've uh, we found a lot of suspicious checks that uh, the brother uh, was involved in and uh, Joe was a beneficiary of. And we're going to talk about that uh, as we move on. But what we're doing is we're tracing the money, Sean. It's not just that they got a $200,000 payment, that Joe Biden received a $200,000 payment. It's where the money came from. And the money came from Jim Biden, where he influence peddled to a company in the United States that he went and said that he could help through his brother's contacts get capital from from the Middle East. So he convinced this company to give him $600,000, and they did it in increments. The last increment was $200,000. That $200,000 then went to Jim Biden's personal account, and it was a loan, according to uh, the way Jim Biden deposited, and then he wrote on the same day a check to Joe Biden for a loan repayment. Now, they're playing the loan card a lot. Remember the $250,000 wire that we identified three weeks ago that came from China to Hunter Biden that was addressed to Joe Biden's house? The White House said that was a loan, too. And, Sean, what you're going to be hearing out of the White House over the next few weeks is loan, loan, loan. And look, even if Joe Biden did give his brother a loan, which I don't believe he did, the fact that, that his brother defrauded a company that is now bankrupt and all the creditors lost all their money that they invested in this or loaned to this healthcare company, but Joe Biden got $200,000 from them before they went bankrupt, all because Jim Biden was selling the brand, was selling the Biden well, name and convinced people to pay him money in exchange for favors from Joe Biden. Wouldn't you have to have a record of when you gave the loan? And wouldn't that bank yes. record exist as well? Have you been able to yep. find that? We, well, we just found, announced a check today, and we've asked the White House to produce documentation of the loan, the terms of the loan. And, and we also want to know from Joe Biden, was he aware when he took that $200,000 that it came from a company his brother defrauded in the name of Joe Biden, that Joe Biden could come in and save the day through his contacts in the Middle East, Sean. That's yeah. where this influence peddling scheme came. We've talked about China, Romania, Russia, Ukraine. Now we're talking about the Middle East. 
We've talked about Hunter Biden. Now we're on to Jim Biden. We've been following the money. We're going to continue to follow the money. But more and more suspicious activity is popping up everywhere to the tunes of millions and millions of dollars from the Biden family. And now we have evidence that Joe Biden benefited directly from this. If, if his brother hadn't defrauded that company through the influence peddling scheme, he never could have paid Joe Biden back that $200,000, assuming Joe Biden really loaned him $200,000, which I'm not convinced that he did. Uh, would it be a fair assessment in the next couple of weeks there'll be a cascading amount of devastating evidence like this that proves that uh, by following the money that everything Joe Biden said about his involvement in all of this is false? Is that a fair statement? Well, Look, I, I think we continue to produce evidence. I think we've already produced a lot of evidence. But the media says, well, you got to have a payment to Joe. Well, here we go. Here's the first payment to Joe. Stay tuned, Sean. Stay tuned. All right. Congressman James Comer, we thank you. Thank you. Hey, we're going back, Lance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cor corruption so at its finest. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. More to come. Uh, and, and happy Halloween, everybody, from the Biden administration in Washington, D.C. Halloween candy is up 13 to 20 percent. So from Joe and Kamala to you, happy Halloween. Uh, inflation on costumes, inflation on candy. But then again, they say there is no inflation or it's only 2 or 3 uh, percent. We know that's a crock of crap. George, uh, let's run right to what you've got. You've got some news breaking on this speaker. Okay, yes, I do. So, and actually somebody in the chat said, how come Biden is still in the White House? I'm going to play this little clip. It's 20 seconds long, and that's going to answer your question, why Biden is still in the White House. I'm not going to ruin it for you guys. I want you to hear it. I don't know. Ready? There's only one person that can do it all the way. You know who that is? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus came down and said, I want to be speaker. He would do it. Other than that, I haven't seen I haven't seen anybody that can guarantee it. But at some point, I think we're going to uh, we're gonna have somebody pretty soon. Mr. President, you said That's your reason, because the GOP cannot come together. They have no unity to get anything done. There's too much egos or too much money interest in a way. It's it's 100. Nothing. They'll never get nothing done. The, the problem is it's one big giant uniparty. It's full of corruption. I like Brian, Byron Donalds, but the truth is they're nominating people that are anti-Trumpers and all sorts of things. I think there's eight or nine people potentially trying to become speaker. It's one big intentional disorganized scam. I don't know where it's going to go. But listen, George, we've got a big guest. We've got ex-Navy SEAL and child tra trafficking fighter, an advocate to fix what's going on in the country on Wednesday, Craig Sawman Sawyer. Sawyer. Yep. Another great American patriot, uh, producer of the movie Contraland. He's going to be joining us on Wednesday. Do not miss this. He's going to be disclosing stuff that you haven't heard before, more issues about the border. Our week this week is focused on border and exposing the truth. If you've yep. never heard Craig talk before, if you've never seen him, this guy's a badass. He is a, an absolute super sophisticated special forces operator, and he's taking all that. He's a God-driven guy, and he's taking all that to uh, go after the child traffickers and help uh, really expose them for what is really going on. I'm actually really looking forward to Wednesday, George. It's going to be a big day. Um, I just thought I have something yeah, I'm going to add into the, one of the openers just for him Wednesday. <laughs> that'd be great. I think that'll yeah, be really cool. Something All right. So listen, uh, Wait, you guys, before, before you go, hold on. Yeah. I want to tell everybody because we're, don't forget 
Sea of Mud, our sponsor. You go to yes. the site, all your apparel, all your gear, you get 15% off if you use a coupon code, the big MIG in all capital letters. 15% yep. off. That's what he's doing for all you guys. That's his that's he's a gracious the biggest patriot. discount he offers on the site, so it's pretty cool. Uh and that's just a discount. That's that isn't a promo code because they're they're a regular sponsor. So it's really a great opportunity. We're not taking anything on those deals, which is amazing. It's all passed through to you as a discount. All right, listen. So tip of the spear. You guys know, disseminate this. We need those follows. We're trying to break 3,000 uh, subscribers over on Rumble. We can use all the support we can to do that. If you haven't hit that button yet, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Leave a comment if there's anything you'd like us to see covered on the show. We will come back to the situational awareness, education for our listeners. We want you guys to be safe. Um, but listen, go over to X. G. Ballantine. We're trying to build his account up. You know, he lost his old account and they never gave it back. So G. <laughs> Ballantine on X. Yeah. Lance Miliacho on X. The Big Mig Show on X. Hit the follow on all those. Share our content. Like our content. And then on True Social, Getter, LinkedIn, CloudHub, you'll find the Big Mig. You'll find George Ballantine, the longer version name because they give him the extra characters. You'll find Lance Miliacho. We're also over on Locals. And if you can... Please subscribe to the Big Mig Show. Uh, we have a subscription service. It's five bucks a month over on X. If you can't do that, go over to Locals. If you can afford to do anything, a dollar, ten dollars, five dollars, we don't care. Anything you can donate. We know it's a tough economy. We're happy to have whatever you can do. And if you can do a paid subscription on Rumble or you can do a Rumble rant or you can tip, we appreciate it. Promise you we'll put it right back into the show. We are not pocketing this money. It is going into, we were discussing today, the things that we're going to be adding to yeah. the show to make it a better quality production and to I get work better full distribution. Yeah. yeah. It's a first full-time gig. So no, I work full-time during the day. A <laughs> regular job. Yeah. 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 So. The, the Big Mig Mafia, we love you guys. We love our supporters and subscribers. I'll let you know how the audition goes, if I'm successful or not. You never know. Sometimes yeah. you screw up a line. Make me some money. You just don't have the look. Lance, make me some money. Lance, I want to yeah. hear. So our, our Mafia people in the chat, they, they have great ideas. So Angela said, throw a hoodie on and, and dress up, be like Fetterman. You dress up like Fetterman. Jojo said, a, throw, throw some camo. Oh, my camo. God. He's so ugly, though. Yeah. You'd, have to, you'd have to get, like, a troll mask, George. Jojo said, dress up in camo, ask for money, and be, be Zelensky. That, that's a good... I like right. the Zelensky, but you're too tall for Zelensky. You have to be, I'm like, a saying, hobbit. It doesn't matter. You just you have to be a up. hobbit to be Zelensky. Listen, Blue Wolf pulled over tonight. He was driving to listen to the show. Thank you, Blue Wolf. We hey, we appreciate the blue. The blue wolf is always lurking around out there. We appreciate it. If you're over on Getter, go find him. Yeah. He, he has some great stuff he puts up. We really appreciate him. We appreciate everybody. Really, honest to God, we're uh, lucky to have you guys. We're lucky that you guys even want to freaking Lance, listen to us. Fate, yeah. fate, 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 fate. Fifty-eight. Thank you, love, for your donation. We appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. We're going to put it to work. We're planning on streaming to more platforms. We're going to have to upgrade our account over at Restream. That's part of the plan George and I were discussing today because we want to add more platforms. It looks like Getter's got a live tool. Or no, True Social just added a live thing or a TV thing. George and I haven't figured it out yet. We want to stream to Truth if that's what we're doing. We love our Truth Social family over mm -hmm. there. i got to be honest. I feel closer to them than I do to the people on X, but it is what it is. But at the end of the day... God bless you guys. Glad bless the country. I got to hit up Devin up. Nunes for that. I'm going to hit up. Yeah. You know, they're trying to get him as speaker, right? Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. He'd be a great speaker. I trust Devin Nunes more than a lot of others. But listen, we love you guys. Keep up the good work. Stay in the fight. Situational awareness. Protect yourself and your families. God uh, bless you guys. Rat Dog, the Big Mig Show is a news channel. 
Yes. <laughs> exactly. We deserve to be on Truth as a news channel. Come on. Exactly. Love you. Right? Love you guys. All right. You guys have a good night. Be safe. Boom. See you. Uh, Peace out. What? What's today? Monday? See you Wednesday. <laughs> See Bye. you Wednesday. Big show. Later. Craig Sawman Sawyer, ex-Navy SEAL Special Forces. Going to decide what sites you visit, and they're only going to allow a couple thousand sites. Ninety-nine percent of the web will be off limits. <laughs> up for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. My Towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made My Towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of My Towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring-spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com You are in danger. They are watching you. Big Brother, Big Tech, and hardened criminals, too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you, sold to the highest bidder, or just outright stolen. Even worse, the coming AI state, artificial intelligence, is now watching you like never before. Without privacy, you have no freedom. Every patriot, every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results, backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever.